You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Stepping up into the logo and throwing's got digs wide open. It's caught. Touchdown. Forty-six yard strike. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. Tannehill empties the backfield on second and 13. Has some pressure. Throws. It's intercepted. Matt Milano pick six Buffalo. And it's all Bills tonight. Blitz. Cousins to the end zone. And intercepted. What a night for Darius Slay. Hurts keeps. Around the edge and bends it back down, fighting for the end zone. What a run! Touchdown, Philadelphia. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Tuesday, presented by BetMGM. A lot to do today. Connor Allen, sports betting manager of 4 for 4 Football, joins us an hour from now. Jason Scott, VP of Trading for BetMGM, in the 10, 10 a.m. Eastern hour. Michael Felder, our college football guy. 11 a.m. Eastern time. A lot to discuss on this Tuesday. We'll look ahead to futures, week three line movement. But we start with a pair of Monday Night Football games, neither of which were particularly competitive. Let's start with the first mm-hmm. one. Joe, the Buffalo Bills look like a juggernaut. I, I, I mean, I, I'm watching them last night. It's hard to think of teams that have looked this dominant. I mean, the Chiefs at, at one point had that going on a couple of years ago. The Patriots at their peak some of those Peyton Manning teams, but this team looks like it just, it could roll teams all season. That game was never a game. If you look at their first two games, they won by 21 in week one, 34 in week two. There have been 200 times in NFL history, a team has played two previous playoff teams to start the season. Plus 55 highest point differential we've ever seen through two games in that scenario. They're dominating. They've put up over 400 yards against both of their opponents. One good team in the NFC to start things off. One bad team, I think. A team that's going to be one of the worst. And that's not a conclusion from last night. I mean, I think going in, we are all way down on the Titans. Yeah. If Diggs is the only weapon on the outside, it doesn't matter. You can't stop them. He he makes it look so easy, Josh Allen. and, And I think... I'm going to circle back to the Bills in a second. But right now, what I'm hearing, especially in Chicago, and I know it's going elsewhere, people are taking this Josh Allen, maybe once-in-a-lifetime outlier of a player that comes in and struggles, looks terrible from a small school, lesser competition, and then they're going to hold on to guys that were drafted as franchise quarterbacks much longer than they should because of Josh Allen. That's a mistake that I see a lot of teams making over the next few years. They're unbelievable. The hype, they're meet, they're matching it, which is hard to do when you make a team one of the shortest odds at most sports books in in this era, right? Or that people mm-hmm. have done this for like half a century. Like I've never seen a number this short, and they're meeting that hype. Like, do you make it shorter at some point? So I, I don't know what the problem is. 
What is going to pop up? Well, it's the NFL. Injuries are going to pop up at some point. Let me remind you that one of the few concerns that was brought up that I thought was fair preseason was Trey White. <laughs> I mean, that defense, you're not scoring on that defense either. Aaron, yeah. it is remarkable. There is absolutely no suspense if we go from five to one in the weekly power rankings. We have to start with number one because everybody has Buffalo number one. And if you don't, you're off your rocker. Agreed. I mean, this is everything heading into the season that we thought the Bills would be. Mm -hmm. And I mean, beating the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs in their own building week one, and then just dismantling the Titans last night, 41 to seven on Monday night football. I mean, it is just very impressive. And I think we saw potentially two teams that could be in the Super Bowl last night in the Eagles and the Bills. And boy, that would be a fun matchup to watch. It would. That game, the first one was domination. Diggs was scored three touchdowns. We got the Henry touchdown. So we but we I, we were rolling a little bit with our crazy touchdown prop. We hit the first three and then yeah, things stopped there in the Eagles game. But the Bills are dominant. And um, yeah. I am very interested to see where the line goes this week with them in Miami. We're looking at five and a half right now up at MGM. That was four and a half yesterday. I don't know how high that line goes because Miami's been impressive. Tua just played the game of his life. Like there's reason to believe in the Dolphins as a playoff team. If, if you're mm -hmm. doubting they can make the playoffs, I think you haven't watched the first two weeks. But are they even in the same ballpark as, as the Bills? I, I can't wait to see that Sunday to see if no. can they stay within a touchdown? I don't. I I, I want to – I lean no, but I also – say that thinking that there's nobody right now that can right right yeah. how many teams how many teams are on that list neutral field that you're saying could stay within a touchdown uh, of the bills it's a kansas city top five, kansas yeah after kansas city who else is there anybody i mean i think everybody else even the other good teams right tampa bay we'll get to the eagles here in a second wouldn't they all be seven and a half or more point underdogs in that mm -hmm. kind of game yeah, on the neutral field. What what would you do with a healthy Herbert? Are they in that range? I guess. Ooh. Yeah, I think they. I think they could be. Bucks. Bucks. I think that's kind of where the okay. list ends, doesn't it? Right now, I yeah. mean, we just watched yeah. the Rams play them and just get boat raced. So nobody is right now. The Bills are clearly the best team in pro football and playing like it. The other game last night was supposed to be a fun, competitive, close game. It wasn't. Primetime Kirk came back. But that's the secondary story. I think the lead story is the Eagles' offense and Jalen Hurts. I mean, that was that was as good of a first half, Aaron, as I've seen an Eagles quarterback play in a very long time. Like I'm thinking back to Michael Vick during his his highest height. I mean, that was ridiculous. Jalen Hurts was almost perfect in the first half. Yeah, he took that next step in his level of play, and he did do his best Michael Vick impression last night. Passing, running, this dude can do it all. But in my power rankings last week, it was the Eagles' defense that I wanted to see more from that was a bit of a concern. And wow, the Eagles' defense was outstanding last night. It, it was, it's been really cool to see this defense come alive, and I just think the Eagles look like a complete team. Darius Slay out there slaying Justin Jefferson. <laughs> the Eagles are on the rise, baby. Can't wait for my power rankings. <laughs> uh, uh, both sides, both sides, big stories here. Because I, I, I tried to warn people, I'm not saying I was right. I did not have a bet on either side in this game. But the Minnesota love was out of control after one game with O'Connell at the helm. And then we see one touchdown. 
one touchdown against the Eagles. It was ridiculous that their odds dropped in half. I'm curious if we see any movement back the other way now. I mean, uh, the Cousins, that, that, that part was annoying. That now we have to hear the Monday yeah. football thing again. Exactly. So now we go back to I was, that. Yeah. I was telling Joe G before the show, I stood up for Kirk Cousins several times in the last couple yeah. weeks, and this dude reverts back to the Kirk Cousins I watched in Washington. Every time he yeah. threw an interception, we'd be like, whoop, there it is. And you can yep. do that all night. I mean, it was embarrassing. He's got to be consistent. And now I think saying fraudulent may be a little bit of an overreaction, but I do not trust this Vikings team after what I saw last night. It's tough. I don't. You're going to have to trust someone to win that NFC North. I want to talk about that in a few minutes with Team Futures because I think mm -hmm. we can make a strong case for three of four teams in that division, which Ooh. makes it really fun which makes it yeah. a lot of fun. Um, they talked a lot. The Eagles talked a lot about spreading the ball around. They followed through with that promise. I, I questioned it. Would they really? And uh, I didn't love seeing A.J. Brown only get five grabs for 69 yards. But Devontae Smith, they said he was going to be involved. They got him involved. He caught every single target that went to him, had, uh, had the most receptions, not the most yards. Goddard had the most yards at 82 but uh, they, they really spread the ball around, and it, and it was a perfect formula for that. They really, I mean, they controlled that entire game so they could keep everyone on offense happy. Yeah, and I thought, you know, they had, what, eight or nine penalties, including a lot of illegal man down the field on screen passes. They had a turnover on a ball that was tipped off of the running back's hands. They had a blocked, the Eagles had a field goal blocked. Like, they could have won that game. I don't know, 31-7, 40, 34-7. Like, they dominated that football game. That wasn't even close last night. And then there's the defense, right? We, we asked about the Eagles' defense. Aaron, you brought it up last week, and it was fair to ask. I think two things. Joe, you just brought up the Lions. Uh, I think you teased the Lions. I can't imagine it was the Bears. You, you teased the Lions. <laughs> no, it was okay. not. So, but I, one thing that stands out, so there was a lot of conversation last week, is the Eagles' defense bad because of what the Lions did to them. Maybe the Lions' offense is good. Right? Because the Vikings couldn't move the ball on the Eagles. The Lions did. And then the Lions backed it up in week two, and they moved the football the entire game. So we'll talk about that in, in the NFC North. As far as the Eagles go, the Jalen Hurts MVP conversation and, and movement in the odds, is that's that's the biggest movement this morning. I mean, he's 9-1 to one at BetMGM. He's third. If you look at EPA per dropback, Joe, first two games, it's Allen, Mahomes, Hurts. I mean, he, mm -hmm. that's the way he's played for the first two games. Um the Eagles are going to get steamed a lot the next couple of weeks. If they, I mean, the schedule's pretty light. It's at Washington, home for Jacksonville, at Arizona, home for Dallas. Wow. Like the, a five and oh, one start. Is, I mean, it's very yep. possible. And like we said, the winner of that game last night could be viewed as the best team in the NFC in a couple of weeks. Could easily get out to a four and zero, five and zero start. I guarantee you. Some of the TV shows with the talking heads screaming have the Eagles as the number one team in the NFC at this moment. Yes. But uh, unless they're willing to say Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and people are looking for a reason to sell him per usual because they're bored by Tom Brady. But, um, I mean, last night, both games, favorite. Favorite with a bullet. Zero mm -hmm. sweat in either game. If you were laying it, it was looking like dogs for the weekend. In the end, it ends up being more underdogs covering. But uh, how about that first game? The Depending on the number you got, the over hit by a hook. Got a defensive touchdown. Yeah. That, that was huge there. And now we understand the move to the under. 
Now we understand with that uh, the later later of the two games. But I mean, you just talk about domination. Both games, the winners outgained the opposition by more than two hundred yards. In the Bills, in the Bills game, the yards per play was plus three, plus three. It was six four to three five. Eagles game seven one to four five. It was wow. ridiculous, both games. And this was the scary Minnesota offense that everybody was talking about. And, and I still think they are scary. And they're going to have plenty of weeks when they pour up 30-plus points. But, um, yeah. again, what was their, what did they score against Green Bay? 23? 23? So they averaged 15 in the, in the first two games. 15. Okay. Like, and yeah. it's gushing over them last week. Let's, let's calm down. Noticed... <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. This is just the problem with Kirk Cousins. I mean, he'll have a few so really good, impressive games, and then you, you mm -hmm. get you take the bait, you get lured back in, and then he reverts yeah. back to the old Kirk Every Cousins time. again. I don't know what Cal Kevin – I don't know how this ends for the Vikings or how much longer they're going to want him as their quarterback if he continues to do this. Obviously, he has a long relationship with Kevin O'Connell, but I'm sure Kevin O'Connell is still evaluating him as well. I don't know sure. how long you keep kicking the can down the road with Kirk Cousins if, like, you're not going to do anything come playoff time. One thing I noticed last night, and this is, goes with Kirk and the Vikings offense, we were all high mm -hmm. on Justin Jefferson. We talked about him having a special season. You know what I noticed last night? And, I, and maybe this was more Darius Slay's really good and James Bradbury's really good. They were more physical with him than I've seen any team since he got to the NFL. From the opening snap, they were pushing him, hitting him, tackling him hard. He didn't play well last night. I mean, I, I thought that was one of the worst games I've seen in place he got to the NFL. Yeah. I wonder if we have to hit the pause button on, oh, he's just now going to overtake Cooper Cup. He's now the best receiver in the NFL. I'm not saying he's not great. I mean, obviously, Jefferson's off to a great start, but yeah. he was not dominant last night. Well, we were also expecting a lot from Dalvin Cook, and we got nothing there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it, there's so much chatter about Jefferson coming off that game one. And it's understood with wide receivers taking over in the game. This, these are the game breakers. We see Stefan Diggs score three touchdowns. Man, I, I love those bets now. I mean, these with some of these offense, with the only the elite ones, I'm not talking about the ones we saw 1 o'clock Eastern time. There's a, there wasn't much scoring early on. The, the bad offense are, offenses are really bad. But with these elite offenses, feels like in a lot of si those great situations – where players can score three-plus touchdowns. That was 40-1 to one last night for Diggs to score three-plus. Where else were they going to go? Were they, were they going to divvy it up between the three running backs? What, what else was going to happen? Of course it was going to be Diggs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, love that. But we saw nothing, nothing from Dalvin Cook. Nothing. Now, we're going to get the team futures coming up here. The NFC North will be a big part of that. One quick thing, under is now 21-10-1 through two weeks. The under has been the play in the NFL, 21-10-1. Through two weeks here, that's a lot mm -hmm. of unders across mm -hmm. the NFL. We'll see if that continues. And doesn't it feel like there's like four or five elite offenses right now? And then there's yes. four or five horrendous ones. I think five teams are averaging 6.7 or more yards per play. Eagles, Bills, Chiefs. And you got like the Bears and like those teams down there. Like they I, clearly are moving the ball. I, I was looking at the yards per play. We'll go over it uh, in a minute with the team futures. But I couldn't believe after those top five, I couldn't believe some of the offenses. Like Denver's in that team picture. Like what? They're yeah. top 10 in yards per play. Yeah. Just not finding a way to get in the end zone or score the points. Lots to do today. Right. Three great guests. We'll get to a lot of futures, team futures, player futures coming up on the other side. We'll dive into NFL team futures. Where's the value? Divisions, big picture. That's next right here on the Beck You All Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.